This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. Well, folks, it's Out to Pastor. There's, we're out of pastor today, though. Out of pastor today, but we're still we're going to try to recover and overcome the fact that Matt is out this week by putting together what can only be described as the most superest, super duperest, superest show we've ever put together here mm. on Out to Pastor. Mm. Joining me in the studio today, folks, to make this thing happen, a good friend to our longtime listeners and, and a good neighbor to everybody, let's be honest about it, Super Dave Powell, State Farm Insurance, Super Dave, welcome back to the show. <sighs> the crowd goes wild, wild. I've been trying to get you back on the show for weeks, Dave. I'm busy. You're always doing something. It's nothing personal. Well, I'm starting to get my feelings hurt. Well, both of them. But particularly, there was one day I called you and I said, I wanted you to come be on the show. And you said, I'd love to, but i got to go to Jacksonville. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've had a lot of excuses thrown my way in my lifetime. But i got to go to Jacksonville was down near the bottom of the excuse list. That's why I'm here today. All right. You're going to make up some ground. And as if that's not enough, just to round out our superness of the episode today, Dave, we got with us in the studio another special guest. Mm. Almost uh, almost a, uh, a mystery personality in the community. <clears throat> you know, it's one of those people that everybody hears about, they know about, they think they understand a little bit about, but you don't ever actually get to see him or talk to him or anything like that. He's a real guy. Because it's his job. Join us in the studio today. Formerly and still and still the superintendent of the entire Henderson Independent School District, Superintendent Mr. Keith Bowles. Mr. Bowles, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I should have brought my own sound sound effects. Well, with our budget here at the show, you would have to do that. Well, Super Dave has a new 10x <laughs> phone over there, and I'm I'm reading off a sheet of paper. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Dave, you think that's some reflection on his retirement planning? I, I have no idea. I'm not, no. No? <laughs> I think he's just frugal. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got one guy reading off a sheet of, and, and your stationary, Mr. Bowles, is from? Stephen F. Austin, uh, their STEM research, and I'm trying to use up all these notepads before I leave in June. <laughs> I was going to say, so that's that's not even a, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. That's a promotional yes, item sir. that somebody slid yes, your way. That's what we call money management day. That's right. You appreciate that. I do a lot. Well, it's going to be a super show. Mr. Bowles, for those that have missed the big news this week, has announced his retirement after 32 years in education. Is that right, Mr. Bowles? That is correct. 32 years. And I know last week at the, this week at the board meeting, I remember the, the young man from the station asked you, so you've been in this business for 32 years. Now you're retiring. Is this a decision you made all of a sudden? Have you been planning this for a while? And you said... I've been planning it for 32 years. <laughs> you got to appreciate that. Long-range goal. It was a long-range goal. <laughs> long-range goal. So that's he's going to give us some insights on what it's like to be in education for 32 years. And uh, we've, we've tried to sit down, Mr. Bowles, and think of some stories we can tell. Because heavens knows, 32 years in the school system, you've seen and heard a lot of good stuff. I have. But we but, sat down, we eliminated all the ones that were not um, not appropriate or just didn't need to be retold. And I think from 32 years of experience today, we got it whittled down to about two stories. 
That's it. That's it. <laughs> so maybe we'll get to hear both of those later. That ought to be good. It ought to be good. Now, we had a big show last week, too, folks. Those of you who us, remember, we had, this is just kind of in keeping with the quality of this show, we had on here the incoming mayor, Buzz Fullen. Oh, my goodness. Baby's the mayor of the entire city of Henderson. He is a legend. It's like the return of the king. We said our thank yous to Mayor Pat Brack for all her service. Right. Welcome Buzz back in. He's going to have a good term. And then I didn't even realize, Dave, that Coach Pace from the school was the same Pace that was on the ballot for city council. I saw what? it in the newspaper yesterday. <laughs> Superintendent finally found the paper. I really thought he should have gotten permission before he ran for that <laughs> well, office. Would, but, uh, <laughs> you would think so. Well, you know, yeah. Coach Pace wears a lot of hats. He does. So he's he does. coaching. He also has his lawn care service. And so he takes care of all the flower beds and all the outdoor stuff at my office, Dave. Really? He And he's done a great job. He always has. And now he's on the city council. It kind of reminds me of my dad. Because late in my dad's life, when he was sick, he got the biggest kick when I would come home and mow his yard. He thought that was so funny. And he would tell everybody in town, they would say, Bobby, that grass is getting kind of high around your house. He'd say, yeah, I guess I better call my lawyer. He just thought it was awesome that he was so successful. He needed his grass mode. He called his lawyer. So I'm going to call my city councilman every yes. time my grass gets a little up. That's how important we are around my place. Um, I'm still trying to put the three of them together in something that's... <laughs> so he's going to be in charge of the beautification program for the city. He could. He'd take a leading role in it. There you go. Before I forget, Dave, we need to mention Matt's out because his grandmother passed away this week. That's oh. why we don't have him with us. And mm. Bless her heart. She's been she's been battling for a long time, and the family's been really taking good care of her. You know that's exhausting. It is. And, uh, so we, we miss her. We miss Matt this week. Prayers are with him and his family, but they're going to be fine. But it's just a tough week, and thought it would be a good time to give him a week off. So appreciate you stepping in for him, and My like I say, prayers out to Matt and his family for that. Now, that was a big deal last week. Mr. Bowles, did you make the trip over to the van? Uh, no, I, I didn't. You know, uh, I walked outside, and it was really cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought, the radio station does a great job with that broadcast. There you go. And you looked at that roster, and, and you counted how many of your children are still on that team? Uh, that'd be zero. That'd be zero. Yeah. That's right. Well, I went ahead and made the trip over there just to show you how committed your, your board members are. I made that trip over there, and I did not just go over there. I carpooled with Robert Wallace. Dave, that's the level of my commitment to this program. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I know. There's not much to <laughs> your, say. Your commitment is undeniable. You, you know, when we when we re- divided up those seats at the stadium and reassigned, the number one question was, where's Robert Wallace sitting? <laughs> <laughs> because everybody wanted to sit everybody near him. Everybody wanted to sit by him. Everybody yeah, wanted yeah, to sit yeah. by him. That's what sure. I told Robert. Sure. Yeah. That's exactly the way I remember it. Let me tell you what was scary about that road trip. We're on our way over there, and Robert and I are talking about, I think we were looking back a little bit. We're talking about the Carthage game. Robert says, you know, that game reminded me a lot of the next day when we watched Alabama LSU. And I said, what did you say? He said it again. I said, why did you say that? He said it again, and I said, uh, he said, why do you ask? And I said, because, Robert, this is really scaring me, but I said the same thing on the radio show last week. Yeah. So there you are. Find yourself in the car saying, 
I said the same thing as Robert Wallace. Uh, before he did. Before he did. So And it was recorded. And it was recorded, so they're not getting away from it. But maybe he was listening to you. Maybe he did. Well, we got over there, Dave, and it was cold as the Dickens and um you know, the Lions were in position to win that game and we let it slip away. Mm-hmm. It was just a few too many mistakes. I think we had the better team. The worst part of the deal was we came out of the game a little banged up, didn't we, Mr. Bowles? We did. And, we did. A um, couple of injuries. That kind of worries us moving forward. We'll, we'll talk a little more about game day tonight. We do have a big game tonight over in Palestine. be the bi-district championship, Dave. Awesome. Bi-district championship. Lions facing off with those pesky pirates from Crandall. We'll give you a little insights on that later on in the show. But before we get to our first break, Dave, just – you got to give me some idea where have you been besides Jacksonville been keeping you so busy. I know you had the big Halloween party. What did I tell you? I don't want to. You? I don't want to. Was that are too cross, open-ended? Are you crossing me? <laughs> Cross examination. I think that question was a little too open-ended, Mister Bowles. You see the fear in his eyes. Right, right. Like, I don't know if I want to tell all that. Now, before we go any further. I need to cut that right off because we have not yet invoked the rule. Okay. You know, in the courtroom, we have what we call the rule. And that is if either side says, Your Honor, I'm invoking the rule, that means everybody's witnesses have to leave the courtroom. You can't come in until it's your turn to testify. Uh-huh. It's very important. Here at KWRD and out to pastor, we have a similar rule. It's known as the rule. It's the Jerry Wallace rule. And I want to invoke it on both of you guys today, which is when you're asked a question, as Jerry would say, you got to tell the truth, but you ain't got to tell the whole truth. I'm good with that. You good with that? I'm good with that. Dave, you abide by that one? I, it's, it comes natural. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two guys ponder on that rule. Let that sink in a little bit while we hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with some more of our super-duper, superest-ever episode of Out to Pastor on KWRD 1470 and 98.5. Stronghurt Pharmacy. Are you tired of waiting in line for your prescriptions? Are you tired of being treated impersonally by people who refuse to look you in the eye? Do you remember when you walked into a store and were greeted by name, a friendly hello, and a warm, genuine smile by people you have known and trusted a lifetime? The Stronghurt Pharmacy is one of only two family-owned and operated apothecaries in Henderson. Stronghurt Pharmacy is your good neighbor pharmacy. 111 East Main, Henderson. Call 903-657-2545. If you're going to have a super-duper, superest-duperest radio show ever with Super Dave and the superintendent, you've got to have the music from Superman. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's what I'm talking about. you got to get your own intro today, Mr. Bowles. Thank you. Thank you. I think we should have played that at the board meetings right before the superintendent's report, maybe. That would be great. It would be, I feel like, in the courtroom, all the lawyers need to walk up music. Because every case got a good guy and a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I always wanted that good music behind me yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Get the other guy, get the Darth Vader theme, <laughs> right. Jaws right. or yeah. something. Yeah, I haven't been to pull it off yet, but I'm working on it. Maybe one day, Dave. 
I think it'd be awesome. It would be awesome. We could do it right before um, public forum. We could probably form at the board meeting. <laughs> just have a walk up and eat music and see who wants to come up and speak. Yeah, depending on when you hear your music, come on up. Yeah, exactly. I think you need a that smoke machine, too. You know, a cloud of smoke and you walk through now it with the music. Right, right. See, now yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting on that tugboat, Chad boat ride tugboat program, you know. Mm. Y'all probably heard, did y'all hear that episode on the radio when Tugboat described his alternate career? No. Dave, you missed that one too somehow. <laughs> no, I, I've been in counseling for over six months trying to forget it. Forget the image of, of Chad in that tight with the one strap yeah, over his shoulder and the an anchor. Yeah. Woo! That's good stuff. But he had some fog machines and some music and sound effects. That's what brings that to mind. Now, before we go too much further into the show, Dave, you brought with you today what can only be described as another. Just a masterpiece of literature. Oh, I agree. And we thought that in the middle of our superist show, what better way to, to be super than to have another dramatic reading from Dave's Poetry Corner. And we got to lead into this. this. Yeah, this needs some setup. I mean, it needs a little setup because, I mean, the original, the first reading of poetry on your show. The first. Occurred with me. That's right. And green eggs and ham. Yes. We were talking about how important it was to pour into our children. Yes. And to to in 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 the theme of education, reading to them right. and helping from a young age. So that's where it started. See, and that pulls our show all together here today with with your performance with Mr. Bowles here with us, who is the master of education. I thought you would like that. And so, this Dave, this is a piece. Now, you didn't write this piece yourself. I did not, nor, nor Green Eggs and Ham. Both of these are misappropriated, as we would say. <laughs> that, that is correct. And nope. This was actually shared with me early this morning. My wife and I sometimes get up early, and we'll drink coffee together, and we'll try to communicate before our busy day starts. And, right. and she shared this with me. And this me. is what she shared and with me. And it was, it was a video gone viral, is what it was. And so, we, we got on to... Uh, Amazon or somewhere and downloaded the book onto the Kindle. This is so, an inspirational tale of is. a man and a love for an animal, I believe. That's right. A, don a donkey. A donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw. He only had three legs. He was a wonky donkey. The wonky donkey. I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw. He only had three legs and one eye. He was a winky wonky donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw, he only had three legs, one eye, and he liked to listen to country music. Country music? What was he? He was a honky-tonky, winky-wonky donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw, he only had three legs, one eye. He liked to listen to country music, and he was quite tall and slim. Ooh. He was a lanky, honky-tonky, winky-wonky donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw, he only had three legs, one eye, liked to listen to country music, and was quite tall and slim, and he smelt really bad. Uh, I know what he was. He was a stinky, dinky, <laughs> lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky donkey. Now, you didn't get this off of, like, the middle school somewhere. <laughs> we don't have this school. That, that might be a little inappropriate for elementary <laughs> Maybe uh, so. kids. <laughs> But there's more. <laughs> I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. <laughs> he only had three legs, one eye. He liked to listen to country music. He was quite tall and slim. He smelled really bad. And that morning, he got up early and didn't have any caffeine. 
He was a cranky, stinky, <laughs> dinky, lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, donkey. <laughs> and I was walking down the road, and I saw a donkey. Hee-haw. He only had three legs, one eye. He liked to listen to country music. He was quite tall and slim. He smelt really bad. That morning, he got up early and had to eat coffee, and he was always getting into mischief. Uh-oh. He was a hanky panky, cranky, stinky, dinky, <laughs> lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, donkey. <laughs> We're almost to the big ending. Bring it on home, Dave. I was walking down the road and saw a donkey. He haw, he only had three legs, one eye, and he liked to listen to country music. He was quite tall and slim. He smelled really bad. That morning he got up early and had to eat coffee, and he was always getting up to mischief. But he was quite good looking. Oh. He was a spanky, spunky, hanky-panky, <laughs> cranky, stinky, dinky-lanky, honky-tonky, winky-wonky-donkey. <laughs> I would have gone with hunky there. It says hanky. <laughs> Probably some <laughs> translation issue. Wait a minute. No, it's hanky. <laughs> I was walking I'm down the man. road and saw a donkey. Hee-haw. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Why, that's, that's inspirational. And you read that entire thing from your new iPhone X. That's what I'm talking about. Man, cutting edge stuff over there. Brought to you by Dave Powell, State Farm Insurance, the literary corner. I suppose you think we could produce anything of that quality? I'm sure that we could at our we school district. I'm sure there's some probably point floating around middle school, like you said, that might uh, compare with that. I bet they could. I'll tell you a true story. Now, this is from the category of the Jerry Wallace rule. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the whole truth. Emily wrote a poem in the third grade. Mm. It was called The Poem, appropriately enough. And uh, she, the poem was, I can recite it from heart. I have it, a laminated copy of the original in my desk. It says, there was a flower in the yard. It wants to go outside the yard, but it can't because it can't walk. Okay? Third grade poem. Pretty deep. She gets to college. She's an English major at uh, Hendricks College, Conway, Arkansas. They call for submissions to the student literary magazine, and Emily submits a poem that she's written in her freshman year, and she submits the poem about the flower from the third grade. And you see what's coming here. <laughs> she gets selected for publication, and which piece gets published? That one. The flower. Wow. And when well. it got published, the, the selection team said, they were publishing, and she said, that's mine, because it was all anonymous. And they said, that was yours? And she said, yeah. I said, oh, man, that was so deep. <laughs> <laughs> she was ahead of her time, Dave. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> what can you say? It's no winky wonky donkey, but it's pretty good stuff. <laughs> you know, that fits right in. Well, last time we had you, I think, was that all donkey. No, it wasn't all donkey. It was all mule rodeo, wasn't it? All mule rodeo. Yeah. 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 Did you catch that one, Mr. Bowles? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is you, a lot. You've got to get retired because you've missed a lot. Quite of honestly, to tell yeah. the truth, this is the first show I've heard or participated in. <laughs> That's not unusual among our guests on this show. Well, usually, if, if you haven't been a guest host three or four times, most of them haven't heard it. Okay. So it's it's a select audience, Mr. Bowles. But we appreciate you chiming in with us today. That's the main thing. I will note, Dave, before we go to break, that you know a lot of times on the show, one of our favorite segments has been what's in the back of your truck. 
Yes. Okay. And actually, I believe you were one of our very first, if very, not the first, contestants. Very first. And if memory serves, you had... It was on the phone, too. You phoned, you called. It was a phoner, wasn't it? Yes. It was because of your schedule. Because of my schedule. I still remember I had a pair of spurs. Spurs? I had a machete. A machete and... And a Bible. That's wow. what he had in the back of his truck, Mr. Bowles. So on the way in the studio this morning, I says to myself, Mr. Bowles is the superintendent of schools. He's wrapping up 32 years in education. I wonder what's in the back of his truck. Before I spill the beans, I will say, first, I was a little surprised, maybe a little disappointed, but then I realized, no, it's the perfect situation. Mr. Bowles, what is in the back of your truck? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, by that, we mean what? Well, I really don't have anything to do. You've got nothing to do. And I really don't plan on doing anything. I don't plan on doing nothing. <laughs> See, I was, I was bracing for the zombie apocalypse. I know. I, know I needed my Bible and a machete. And if I had to ride my horse, I had my spurs. I got it. I read the back of Bose's truck to say, I ain't got to do nothing else. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that is yeah. yet. All right, well, let's take another break here from more sponsors. When we come back, we got some more details on tonight's big game against Crandall. We got some more catching up to do with Super Dave, and we hear some stories from Mr. Bowles about his 32 years in education. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on KWRD. It's out to pasture. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. Today it'll be the Pirates' life tonight over in Palestine. The Crandall Pirates coming over to Palestine, they'll be the home team tonight, Mr. Bowles. We'll be visiting. As I understand the internet, the Pirates reported to be 7-2, and two, which seems to be missing a game somewhere. I didn't notice that. I couldn't tell from this game. But you know, sometimes what you read on the internet is not true. Believe it or not, Dave. I see the stunned look on I, your face. I was thinking of a pirate joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one, too. Well, let's hurry up and get to that. That it's, sounds good. I it's also right. a leadership joke. Yeah, okay. All I was going to say was they're 7-2. and two. They finished second in the district, 4-1 and one in their district. They came off a big win off of Athens last week. Reports are they got a big offensive line. They like to run the ball, which could be good for us. Uh, but the lines are a little banged up, like we talked about earlier, Mr. Bowles. We are. Uh, quarterback uh, went down with a shoulder injury last week, and I think he's uh, questionable for tonight's game, which questionable means, you know, we're really not going to tell you until we're we walk out on the field. means we're going to lie about it until we'll, we have to tell the truth. We'll hide, okay. hide it and banged up a, little, a couple of other areas. So, you know, going up against a good Crandall team that, my understanding, they have a center that's about six foot five and 200 and – 70-something pounds and uh, has signed with Stanford. So that means he has to be pretty smart. Pretty smart. <laughs> Formidable. For, that is a good word, uh, Dave. Uh, yeah. 
formidable is what that pirate is going to be. Don't ask me to spell it. Well, I like that. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of lying about quarterbacks, we cannot mention that without just touching on the fact we'll all remember 2010 going in the finals when LeBradford Barnes, one of my heroes, had that broken arm and we lied for two weeks about whether he was going to play. Remember that? We had, I remember that. It seemed like we had one set of coaches that were in charge of saying he will not play. We had another set of coaches that were in charge of saying, well, he might play. We had another set of coaches in charge of saying, well, he might play, but he can't throw the ball. And then the kid shows up and you know puts up storybook numbers, these offensive MVP. Wow. What a guy. What a guy. So maybe we'll get a repeat of that this week. So let's get right to the pirate jokes. Do you what, really want it? I want to know. Mr. Bowes. Oh, mine's and mine's. I can't tell it. I, oh, I can't tell <laughs> <laughs> Not well, on the radio. Well, hey. That's what you said. I was thinking of a pirate joke. You meant that's all I'm going to do is think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to ask my wife. All right. Well, we'll eliminate okay. another pirate, another story from Mr. Bowes. Dave, you got one that's. That, yeah, that I mean, I shouldn't tell it. We'll just put it that way. I mean, but it is a leadership joke in and of itself, and, uh, and it is a pirate joke. So. <laughs> You got the uh, the pirate and his first mate, and they're out on the sea, and they come up on one of the Queen's Armada ships, and uh, he turns to his first mate and says, Arr, bring me my red shirt. And the first mate goes and gets his red shirt and brings it to him, and he puts it on, and they go right into battle, and all of a sudden there's this huge sword fight, and cannons are going off and, and everything, and they, they end up winning the battle. They take over the ship. Wow. As he gets through with that, and they're sitting down that night, and they're in the galley, and they're enjoying themselves, the first mate turns to the captain and says, Captain, why'd you ask me to bring me your red shirt? Which, says, which shirt was it? The red shirt. I thought it was the red shirt. Yeah. He says, well, that's easy. It's leadership. He says, I put the red shirt on so that in case I'm wounded in battle, my men will not lose hope. Hope. And they'll continue to fight. He said, ah, oh, that's a good plan. I like it. It's a good plan. The next day they wake up, and as they look out on the horizon, all they see is the whole armada from the queen. Oh. There's 28 ships against one. The captain turns to his first mate and says, Ar, bring me my brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a bad feeling that might happen. <laughs> but, you know, that's leadership, that's Mr. That is leadership. That's leadership. <laughs> I told you I probably shouldn't. <laughs> you it's, asked. It's all about discretion and judgment on out the pastor. And besides that, Dave, as we've mentioned many times, nobody hears this anyway. So that's we're right. on. We're all right. Well, Mr. Bowles, tell us now. You, you're leaving us. It's been a great run for us having you here in Henderson. But your career goes way back beyond that. 32 years in 32 education. 32 years. Eight here at Henderson, the last eight? Nine. The last nine. Seems like seemed like eight to me. Felt like nine to you. <laughs> 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 you have seen lots of stuff in 32 years. Right, right. And I know one of the stories that you have shared with me in the past, with that I've, I think I retold it to Mark last week, was about the, the two football teams in the standoff and – one of them punched the ball back. Mm-hmm. What was the deal on that one? Well, that's one of the stories that I'm not sure how true it is because I was only about eight years old at the time. But I uh, back in the early 70s, 
Cooper, which is where I'm from. If you're not from Cooper, you say Cooper. I see. But uh, Cooper is where I'm from. We we had a really good football team that year. I think it's 1972, and we were playing North Lamar. And North Lamar had just consolidated. It's their first year to play football. And so the story goes, when they came over to Cooper, it was pretty much a thrashing first half. So at the beginning of the second half, we were supposed to get the ball, but Coach, you know, decided to kick off to North Lamar. Well, North Lamar got a little mad about that. But they were offended. So as soon as they got the ball, they punted it back to us. First down. First down. First down. Well, Cooper got a little offended. They got the ball back. They turned around, punted it right back to them. <laughs> and this went on for a solid half. Back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> so I'm not sure how true that is. The other part of that story is somewhere around the second quarter, the Cooper coach looked over and saw a North Lamar player standing on the sideline. On his sideline. On his sideline, Cooper sideline. And said, son, you're supposed to be over on the other sideline. And the North Lamar player looked at him and says, well, coach, I'd rather stay over here. If I go back, he's going to put me back in the game. <laughs> I'll need me brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, my, my red shirt story is a little different. When I was playing high school football, I wanted the red shirt not so they wouldn't see my blood when I was wounded, Dave. That red shirt meant leave me alone. Don't, don't hit me. That's kind right. of the way I like right. it, Mr. Bucks. Right. That's not the yeah. way Zane played. No, no, no. So what are you what are you waving in front of a bull? Well, yeah, well, maybe we might have thought all the way through, but the rule was don't hit Jamie in the red shirt. <laughs> well, I like. How that work for you? Worked out good. Yeah, yeah. Worked out good for me. Well, Mr. Bowles, you're leaving us now. What what's the future hold for you? You know, I'm not really sure. Um I'll just, um, you know, last day will be in June, and, you know, um, at some point I may look to get back into it. Uh, maybe, you know, I'd like to maybe do some interim stuff and go around to school districts. I'm not sure I want to go back full-time after 32 years, but uh, uh, we'll just kind of wait and see. We, we plan on staying around here. Uh, I keep getting asked when we're going to move. I'm not sure if that was a good question or a bad question. <laughs> when are y'all leaving? <laughs> <laughs> but right now we do plan on staying in town a little while. We do like Henderson. So uh, when, when are y'all leaving? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you kind of get your feelings hurt. Uh, yeah, you know, you really don't know how to take that question. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I've taken two real estate signs out in front yard past couple of years. So you know, I, but uh, so I have those ready to go. But uh, no, no, it's, it's great here in Henderson, great community, and so we plan on sticking around for a while. Well, we've enjoyed having you, Mr. Bowles. We appreciate all your leadership down at the school. You're leaving us in good shape, and we look forward to moving forward in the future with what you built for us. I appreciate that. We promise not to waste any of your money. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to the best we can. Super Day, pal, what do you got coming up next for you? I don't know. It's just day by day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to get over the syrup festival. I mean, I'm, I'm about to have to stand up. My legs are almost cramping. I was in the saddle down at the depot for for six or seven hours. We had the people down there, man. Oh, man. They were packed in there like cordwood. We sold syrup all day long. Now, Mr. Bowles, you, were you uptown or at the depot? I was uptown. I was working the rotary um, uh, booth. We were selling rotators, How'd and, the rotators and catfish. How'd the rotators do this year? Uh, they did really well. We ran catfish by 2.30. Wow. So it went very well. It, it was packed downtown. 
we had syrup all day long over at the Kiwanis booth, and the crowd never really got quite as thick as I've seen it in the past. It didn't seem to, but the the selling was constant. It never slowed down. We left the festival with basically no syrup left at all, which is a big change from a couple of years past. So big, big success. Tip of the cat to Vicky and um, the team down there at the depot for what they pulled off. It's always a big event, a lot of fun. Big event. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that's going to about run us out of time today, Dave. You yeah. got, hey, you got, Cowboy Church has got a big event coming up on December the 16th you need to tell us about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a free event. It's open to the whole community. I think it's important that everybody realize that Michael Martin Murphy will be, will be coming and giving his Cowboy Christmas ball. And this is a huge event. Wow. It's free to everybody. You can come and and just have a great time. Listen to Michael Martin Murphy. I mean, it's going to go over like wildfire. <laughs> Maybe you can pull some strings and get him on the show for us. That would be awesome. I will. Uh, I, I will check and see. One of the cool things uh, about it is if you want to dress in period attire, eighteen eighties, you can. And and the last time this was done, a lot of people did. It was it was really I mean it's like walking into tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be out at the Cowboy Church. Out at the Cowboy Church. December the sixteenth at five PM. That's right. Michael Martin Murphy's Cowboy Ball. You can't beat that, Mr. Bowles. It sounds like a good time. Even we'll provide out. food. It's it's all free. It's a great country we live in yes. or what. All right, folks, that's all we got time for today. We'll be back more next week on Out to Pasture. Maybe we'll get Super Dave back in here with us. And Mr. Bowles, if you don't get something to do in the meantime, call us. We're here on every week on Friday. Call me back. Call me back. Get you back on the show. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, guys, we'll see you next week on KWRD 1470 Yeehaw. and 98.5. Yeehaw. Matt, we'll see you then, brother.